Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to SLP's Wine and Cheese podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please take the time to rate and review us on iTunes. This is episode 110, Smiles for Speech featuring Sandy Dorsey. Welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. In this episode, Maria and I sit down and chat with Sandy Dorsey. She's the founder of Smiles for Speech. She is also an NYC-based speech-language pathologist, and she owns a private practice. Right now, they are hiring speech therapists. So if you're interested in a school-based position within New York City, please contact Sandy Dorsey, uh, go to her website, www.allaboutspeechnyc.com. In this episode, we talk all about Sandy's organization, Smiles for Speech, and all of the wonderful things they are doing for people all around the world. Uh, We talk about the trips that they've already taken and how COVID has impacted their plans and what they are doing now during the pandemic. So stay tuned after this commercial break to find out more about Smiles for Speech and how you can contribute to their cause. This episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese is brought to you by the Unexpected Podcast. Hey, did you guys know that I'm pregnant? Uh, Yeah, that's right. Me, Deborah Brooks. I'm the host of the Unexpected Podcast, and it's all about finding myself unexpectedly expecting. I call everyone I know who can help me along this life-changing journey, and I even check in a couple times with my comedian husband, Mike Racine. It's educational, it's funny, it's entertaining, and I hope you like it. Check out the Unexpected Podcast on iTunes. This episode is brought to you by Smart Charts. Hey SLPs, are you sick of rewriting goals, trying to meet unrealistic time expectations, and navigating new therapeutic territories? SmartCharts is here to help. We have taken the guesswork and time out of goal writing and documentation. With SmartCharts, you can create personalized intervention plans, IEPs, and POCs with our easy-to-use goal writing tool. Track and save session notes and data instantly for all documentation needs. Yep, for your school, health settings, and even to share with patients of all ages through graphs and fun pictures for the littles. We want to make 2020 a little bit better for you essential workers, and we are offering all Wine & Cheese listeners 30 days free and 50% off all new memberships forever. Yes, forever. Just use coupon code WINECHEESE2020. Be sure to check out mysmartcharts.com to get charting faster, better, and smarter. And now back to the show. Welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. And I'm Deb. And welcome our guest, Sandy Dorsey. Say hi, Sandy. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. So Sandy is a fellow speech-language pathologist. She is the founder of Smiles for Speech. It's an organization dedicated to providing children with special needs living in impoverished communities with the therapeutic interventions and resources they need to enhance their ability to reach their full potential. Smiles for Speech helps children all over the world 
Thank you so much for your dedication, Sandy. Oh my goodness, thank you. And thank you for supporting us so much from the very beginning. Oh, anytime. I mean, anytime you ever reach out for anything, I'm like, what can I do? I'm down. Except I did not run the race. I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, you did everything else. It's so <laughs> <I mean>, <laughs> one thing. <laughs> it just didn't run. Um, <laughs> but uh, today we're going to chat all about what Smiles for Speech has been doing during this global pandemic. But first, let's talk about what we are sipping and snacking on. Maria, tell us, what do you have? I have this La Vostra. It's a rosé. It's an Italian sparkling wine. As you could see, I bought these bamboo straws. Yes, because I've been listening to this doctor's pharmacy podcast. Shout out to them. And they were talking about metals and aluminums and how that's not good for you. So I switched to these bamboo straws. But anyway, just, you know, side note. How's it taste? It's good. It's very light and bubbly. And I have the little mini wine glass, you can call it. Mm-hmm. And my goal is to finish it for this night. Yeah. You know? She's drinking a bridal shower size bottle of champagne with a bamboo straw, just to give you guys that visual. That's me right now. So mm-hmm. how about you, Sandy? What are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking a Kung Fu Girl. Oh. And this is a Riesling to 2019 made in washington state so the name was really fun is it from walla walla sorry is it from walla 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 they have that there let me check it says land to hand vineyard to bottle Hmm. and then there are chopsticks with a bowl of rice on the back vented and bottled by charles smith wines matawa and quincy washington usa very nice. Yes, they have nice wine there. And Washington. then, yeah, so let us know how it tastes. And it's pretty good. It's good. Do you vote drink it or sink it? Drink it. You vote drink it. Maria, did it. you tell us you vote drink I it? I didn't. I vote drink it too. So, Sandy and I, let's cheers virtually. Cheers. This is how we <laughs> cheers now. In the yeah, pandemic. I have two things I can bring together. I feel like doing like a cheers. boomerang, like. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So Jeez. I have a sparkling rosé. It is actually a juice cocktail, non-alcoholic, because I'm trying not to drink any alcohol right now. Um, but it is just, it's basically just um, sparkly juice. And it's yeah. good. Um, I don't vote. I think I vote drink it just in general. But if you're looking for an actual wine replacement, this is not going to satisfy you. Like I am definitely drinking grape, fancy, fancy grape juice in a fancy adult girly bottle. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So it's only going to set the mood for you. It is not, not, not going to give you that, um, mouth feel that you Mm. might be looking for unless you like those really sweet, sparkling rosés, then you will enjoy yourself. Um, I'm having manchego cheese with a rosemary cracker, and I am loving it. I wish that these crackers weren't so crunchy so that I can continue eating them and not just crunch on the microphone. So somebody else talk while I crunch. You mute yourself there, you know? That's a trick. <laughs> That's a good tip. Chocolate I take a bite of. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sandy has chocolate. Yes, I do. If you guys 
love chocolate, dark chocolate, which you know mm -hmm. healthier, with whole hazelnuts. Ritter Sport. I can. I'm definitely eating this whole package tonight. Yeah, so that's a good idea. I open it. That's it. That's it. It's wine and cheese night. That's what I say. You just reminded me of a peanut butter cup in the fridge, and if Mike eats that, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Let's hope he misses it. Let's, Let's hope, hope he misses it. Like All right, hit it. So Maria's got a fun little game for us. What do you have, Maria? Yeah, so I want to have just a quick little uh, icebreaker so the audience can get to know Sandy. So I call it you right now. So this is exactly what's going on right now in your life. So everyone's gonna know to get a little bit more about to learn a little more about you. So music you're really into right now. Mm. I've actually been listening to a lot of African music and I don't know their specific names, but I like to just have really mellow, you know, sounds, a little bit of drumming, not too fast, but I feel like I just need to have a relaxing vibe, but a little more upbeat than okay. music. Very nice. Binge show right now. Show you're binging on. Mm. The last show that I saw was actually um, about Sean Ellis, who was wrongfully incarcerated. I've been listening to a oh. podcast called In the Dark that's like about individuals who are wrongfully incarcerated. It's so interesting, but so heartbreaking at the same time. Mm -hmm. In the Dark? Yeah. Right. I haven't seen, what is, are you streaming that? It's, I think I think it was seven episodes, and I just watched them all in a row mm -hmm. in one night. Yeah. Wow, nice. That's how I do it, too. Okay. No. I, I need to learn to sit for longer periods of time like that. You guys have to teach me. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know need what to... happened. <laughs> right. I'm like, I need sensory yeah. breaks. I no. need sensory breaks. Mm. All right. No, I could just live there now. That's <laughs> <laughs> So beverage that you're, well, we already talked about wine that you're having right now, currently, but what are you usually reaching for? Hmm. Beverage of choice. I love mango juice. Hmm. I love mango juice, especially with Indian food. Oh, yeah. And lately, I've been eating a lot of Indian and Thai food, so mango juice goes perfectly with that. Very nice. How about book? that you're reading right now books i you know what i've been reading the donation books i haven't been reading any personal books i have them here haven't gotten to them yet but i'm mainly going over <laughs> that yeah. um, my donation Look. books to see you know which ones i'll be sending great that counts you're reading books right yeah and my movie. last book was liam's first cut that's the last book I read. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good That's one. A good one. <laughs> I'm still on Harry Potter, but uh, I'm behind. I'm behind with my book reading. I need to work on my book reading. And last one, a movie that you last watched and enjoyed. Oh my goodness. I'm so <laughs> um, and I'm thinking of gosh, you know, I'm like you where I don't sit for very long and I probably since COVID started may have watched one or two movies I think maybe Madam C.J. Walker 
Okay. Last one, which was a really inspiring story. All That's right. Yeah. We could link these to the show notes if you want to spread the word. Sure. Yeah. So now let's get more information about Smiles for Speech in the background. Okay, absolutely. So Smiles for Speech, as you guys know, started three years ago. We just celebrated our anniversary. And mm-hmm. boy, did time fly. Yeah. And we started with a trip to Cuba. And during that planning process of the things that I was going to take to Cuba, I thought, how important would it be to be able to help children that don't have access to resources instead of just taking, you know, toothbrushes and the things that I had read about that adults need. I have a skill and I can offer that globally. And there's so many children around the world that do not have access to services. Awareness is limited. In some countries and villages, they don't know that speech therapy exists. Right. So there are villages in, in Kenya, and they think you have a child with special needs. That's it. There's, that's just how your child is for life. Right. So you sort of answered this, but what was the mission behind Smiles for Speech when you started? So the mission was to make sure that all children have access to resources. Mm-hmm. That's really the goal. So country by country, in whatever ways we're able to help out and reach, you know, working through programs and collaborating. And, you know, especially in Cuba, I just thought about there are things that are simple that we have, like Play-Doh, that children in other countries have not been able to experience. Right. Not only just the intervention, not only the intervention, but playing operation, operation game and Play-Doh and, and things that we have. We have so many beautiful toys and books and they don't have it. So I remember listening to uh, SLP Toolkits podcast and they were sharing their experiences on the trip and they were saying like a doll and how to even like use a doll during speech and language. So just thinking about a doll, right? Like we have collections of dolls and then you're going to this country and you're showing them this toy that can also build so much language that must be I don't know I feel like life-changing that you got to see that it's a great experience to see their faces light up and to experience you know simple things even a selfie to see Mm -hmm. themselves on the screen you Mm -hmm. know it's like very yeah delightful because you know, we take so much for granted and we are doing things and rushing around, but here you have people that are living simple lives and that one toy or object becomes so exciting. And it is helpful to develop that language and for parents to see what other things are out there. And we really hope to be able to ship things to them for them, you know, the community to experience. So then you've already explained why it was necessary to create this organization just because of the high need, just in terms of um, toys alone. But what else did you find that was a need for these people that you were helping? So the other need is awareness. And sometimes in some countries, 
families don't understand, you know, where disorders come from. And oftentimes the mother is blamed for having a child that has special needs Mm -hmm. and the community can put pressure on the mother and say that she's a witch or she's a reason that this child, it was born this way. And so there's a lot of shame. So Mm -hmm. we think it's really important to try to support in that way and just embrace the child and the family and say, we've seen these things before. There are lots of people that have this, you know, children that are this way. It's not, you know, a terrible thing. And we love your child and we love you. And really spreading love and embracing them in a way that maybe they're not, you know, getting from the community. And so when they're hiding the children because they don't want people in the community to know, you know, we try to bring these children out and say, you know, give them access to resources and say, we want to meet your child and let's see what your child can do and celebrate those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you said, and I think this is really important as a speech pathologist to come out and say, Oh, I've seen this before. Lots of times you might go into a home, no matter where you are, even if you're in the United States and you don't have a ton of information on this child who you're about to see. And this could be this parent's first child or their first experience with a child with a special need. And you never want to walk in there like, oh dear, you know? Right. Where, where am I? Right. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. You're like, I, I understand this. Yes. I I've seen the, a child tantrum over not wanting to take a bath before. Like, and I think a parent feels like, okay, I'm not alone in this journey. I'm yeah. not alone. There's, you know, so I think that calls for a lot that your organization is bringing that to different countries. Yeah. I'm nobody like, wants I'm, to I'm feel like their that. child has something that nobody has ever heard of before or that nobody's ever like their child is not treatable. So I think that's great that you're able to translate that to them. Um, so what has smiles for speech accomplished so far? So like I mentioned, we started in Cuba and then since then have traveled to Cuba. I mean, not Cuba, Peru. Mm-hmm. Peru was after Cuba and that was in Lima. And one thing that we're really proud of is that we were able to be part of donating nine electrolarynxes. So the focus wow. is children, but you know, there are nine people in Lima, Peru right now that have electrolarynxes and that are able to communicate. Um, and the children in the mountains that have had no therapy whatsoever or any kind of directional workshops. We worked with them. And then Jamaica and Ghana, you know, we had our big trip last year where we took 19 therapists. So those were the countries that we've traveled to. And it's grown from there with how we're branching out and providing services in a different way. Right. So how can listeners become involved with Smiles for Speech uh, currently? So if anyone wants to, of course, donate resources, 
um, participate or hold a workshop, if they have any expertise, we're actually, that they want to talk about or share, we're actually starting a WhatsApp support group for mothers in Kenya. So we want to expand, but we always, you know, welcome therapists that want to be part of any of these different programs that we're running. So, and we're also open to ideas. So if anyone has an idea and says, well, have you tried this? Do you want to do that? You know, this is something that I would absolutely appreciate. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, yeah. So how has the pandemic changed your plans for Smiles for Speech so far? So it's changed them in a big way. Of course, we're not traveling. And our trip in April was we had a trip planned to Kenya and we had to cancel slash postpone it. Mm -hmm. So what we decided to do was hold a workshop and the beauty of what happens out of not traveling is we're actually able to reach more people than we would have traveling to the individual country. Mm -hmm. So that right. first workshop, we had almost 600 people from nine different countries. Wow. Wow. So the pandemic, of course, changed things for us. You know, we want to go to the countries and we want to go on safari and we want to do this and that. But and we in were person, still right? in person. Can, in person, we lost that part. But Right. So we did the workshops. We sent the materials and then held smaller workshops for places where we sent the materials to say, this is how you use these the materials. Yeah, that's great. I did one of those workshops. You sure did. I did, yes. You did. And awesome. I used those Kenya. I mean, you it's funny, you're like thanking me for donating pages and stuff, but like you're you're like, how about you make a bunch of pages? And I use those every day now. So you oh. know, whatever other ideas you have, you <laughs> I mean, yeah. I have a lot it. of kids fronting. Um, what type of workshops are these? I would love to hear more about the workshops. Sure. Well, we have, I mean, the workshops that we had in the past, the one for Kenya was an all day, um, workshop for four hours. And that was lang on language and we had an occupational therapist and just, um, talking about each area of language. We had one on dyslexia. We had one on, um, interpreters and a whole deaf ed workshop by Kimberly Senzano, which was fantastic with an interpreter and everything. She arranged all of that. And we're going to have a big one in January, and that is mainly for families in Uganda. So the focus will be Uganda. We'll have materials that match up with the vocabulary, vocabulary that they use. Mm -hmm. and really hoping that that one will have an even greater outreach than the one in Kenya. So if that one was 600, we're hoping for 1,000, and that families can walk away with some materials that are specifically for their country. So that's the goal. Wow. Wow. So what's the Smiles for Speech library? So we had our program last summer, and one of the students – said, you know, emailed me and said that she didn't have textbooks. 
And then when I found out that basically the coordinator of the program, and she has 65 students, it's the largest program in Ghana, she was only using the materials that she had from when she was in school and everything else was online. Okay. So we said, let's do a textbook drive. And Sarah Wu put together, you know, between her list and, and her amazing posts, um, helped support this textbook drive where we have probably close to 2,000 books. Wow. So there, yeah. So there's now going to be, and the books arrived a couple of weeks ago at the University of Health and Science, Health and Allied Sciences. There will be a Smiles for Speech library there that has books, all kinds of textbooks, materials, test materials. Um, one of our interns, Maria Bench, she was able to get two laptops donated. Wow. So they will have a whole new center basically, to help support the student, students that are studying speech. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's really great. I'm, I'm so and this impressed. is all from everyone helping out, you know, and sending in their textbooks. Thanks to anyone that's listening for sending your textbooks. Um, that was the first flagship location, but the next one will be the Moy University Teaching and Referral Hospital in Kenya. And will continue on to Nigeria. I'm going to send about five to 600 books to each location. Wow. Where are you storing these books now? I have a storage. Oh, okay. My goodness. I have to pay for a storage. (laughs) So, you know, I'm in New York with you guys in a fifth floor walk up. I can't Uh -uh. books upstairs. (laughs) No. (laughs) And there's no space. You have to get a pulley device, I'm sort of. (laughs) (laughs) So they're all in storage right now. Well, that's lucky. And so thank you so much for that. I mean, like you're just so giving in so many ways, even to, to put money out there to get that storage unit. So that's really fantastic. Um, before we wrap up this part, I want to know how, tell us about smiles for speech and mentorship. So again, um, with the program in Ghana, Mm -hmm. we decided we were matching up students that are in Ghana because they don't have access to therapists for observation and to learn from because there are only a few therapists there. So even right. if they have the education, who are they observing and right. learning from? So we match them up for that trip, but we're also continuing that mentorship with universities here in the U.S. so that mm-hmm. we can have that exchange and you know learn more about cultural awareness and humility and for students in Ghana and the students in the US to really get to know each other and share experiences and learn more about each other right because you're not going to learn just from the school stuff you need to see someone else doing it And having a mentorship, that's great if you look at it, that we're both going to gain. We're both, there's positives on both ends. So if it's a win-win situation, that's even better for both parties. So we want to talk about tips and tricks, right? So we like to give uh, some tips and tricks, some practical advice on this podcast. Uh, I have one I can share mine first. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I'm proud of my tip or trick. I'm ready for it. So... uh, 
Yes. I was going to say, I'm suggesting to use a visual schedule. I've been seeing now uh, kids half and half blended in learning, but it's official. Today's date, November 18th, New York City public schools are going to be all remote. So I feel like the students are probably all like executive functioning, right? Difficult time planning, sequencing, and organizing. So now that their whole school schedule is all remote now, I think a visual schedule will definitely help to organize them and help them throughout their day and just a great way. And I don't, you know, you don't have to buy anything. You could even just write in the, even in the chat of the Google Meet or Zoom, like, okay, first we're going to practice our words and then we'll do some writing and then we could do a YouTube video. So even as something as simple as writing it on a post-it and holding it up or writing in the chat. So utilize visual schedules. They will help alleviate anxiety and set up clear expectations. Great. My tip or trick is to, I'm going to give everyone who's listening right now permission to focus more on your therapy than you do on your data collection, but choose okay. one goal to collect data on and focus on that for two weeks to a month and then move on to the next goal. But focus more on therapy. And uh, Sandy, what's your tip or <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, for mine, I'm going to come from a global perspective and for children that are in underserved communities. And I had a, a funny, this one little girl who I just adore. She has the cutest voice and she's so sweet. And I asked her where she was from and or where her mother was from. And she said she didn't know which I found ah. a little shocking. <laughs> so, um, you know, my tip is always to look at a child in a, a holistic way and look at, you know, especially now that we're doing teletherapy and children are at home to think about that family background and what they might be experiencing, you know, behind the scenes and maybe do an activity if they're from another country to help them learn about themselves and to celebrate and affirm who they are. So I called mom and I said, mom, can you tell me where you're from? You know, the child, she didn't know where she was from. So it was kind of awkward in a way to ask her, but she told me she was from Haiti. So I started to really, you know, focus on activities around her own culture and, mm -hmm. you know, find YouTube videos and just talk about, you know, integrate it and, so that's a great idea. I want to use this tip tomorrow. I'm like excited to use this tip. And that's such a great, like for my students, the severe communication issues, just to be, we work on social questions all the time. What's your name? How old are you? And I want to ask that now, like, where are you from? That's a good question. Where's your mom from? Where's your dad from? I'm always into yeah. social questions. So I'm like functional. We need functional. We need to be able to answer these questions because these are questions that we ask each other. Can't escape them. Yeah, I, absolutely. Totally. I mean, especially with children being at home, the more functional, I think, the, the better. Because did, the, did the little girl say, oh, yeah, Haiti, I've heard of that. I've heard them say that before. No. Or, no, she didn't. didn't. Ah. She said, okay. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah, I feel like a lot of my students are from Haiti and Trinidad and Tobago and 
And they always, whenever I ask them like, oh, where would you go on your next vacation? Or what did you do? Always like, that's where they want to go. And that's where they, um, they like, they have visited most frequently. So, but you know, not everybody does that traveling. So I don't blame them. Every time I get into the airport, I'm like, I get me out of here. Really? You don't like traveling? Oh, I hate TSA when okay. they're like, take your shoes off, put your bag here, take your laptop <laughs> out, get another basket. I'm like, relax, pal. <laughs> well, if you get the global travel, you won't have to do that. Oh, you can okay. either get the TSA one, and I think it's maybe $50. Oh, yeah, the pre go straight through. Yeah, no shoes taken off, no take the laptop, none of that, and just walk through. I mean, I'll comply. Just don't yell at me. All right. I'm it's a very relaxed person. <laughs> 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 they, sometimes they're too much it's i noticed like if you go to the airport early you're that helps alleviate a lot of anxiety because i've been to i've been to flights where i am just making it and some i've missed and then oh once, so yeah yeah you know well i have to tell you guys a story about the trip to peru yeah and so i get to the airport this is the first piece of it get to the airport and realize, because I, of course, when I travel, I have like four giant suitcases. <laughs> Got to the airport, one of the suitcases was missing. Oh, God. So I was like, oh, my gosh, failed. What am I going to do? Mm. You know, and luckily, my boyfriend at the time, literally, because there was like a delay, was able to drive back home and get my suitcase and come back. So oh, now wow. we're going through TSA. And they... So imagine I'm late for the flight. The only reason that I even had a chance is because there was a big group and they had to delay it a little. Mm -hmm. I had to stand there while they scanned every single crayon box, oh my every God. single book. I'm like, they're crayons. What do you think is in there? Oh my goodness. And I just, I just stood there sweating like, please don't make me miss this flight because you think there's something in this Crayola box. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, travel has changed a lot and I, I don't even yeah. know what it's going to be like, you know, now. With COVID, oh yeah. I haven't tried anything yet. Have you all traveled or during COVID? Mike Just has taken car. a plane. Okay. Um, he said that the airport was not as like, it was busier than he thought it would be. Okay. So, I think but, people are more comfortable now. Yeah. He just did it recently. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't been on a plane yet. So I don't know. I'm just traveling by car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Via car. That's my travel. That's pretty safe. Exactly. Yeah. I've just well, been I on the subway be in car. Okay. I might be going next month to Jamaica for my birthday. If if they're still allowing people from the U.S. to come in. Right. We'll see. We'll I hope see. so. Yeah. I paid I for Turks and Caicos and couldn't go, so I hope <laughs> you can go. But um, before we end, we like to have our guests leave us with a quote or a mantra, just anything that inspires you that you would like to leave our listeners with. Sure. So my quote is by Lilla Watson, and she says, if you have come here to help me, you're wasting your time. 
But if you have come because your liberation is bound up with mine, then let us work together. That's a great quote. That's very powerful quote. And I love that quote because I definitely feel that, you know, working together, we can do so much more. Right. And also it's like having the same fight, having the same struggle, not Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're not doing me a favor. I don't want any favors. But if you Mm -hmm. care about this as much as I do, then, then let's fight for it together. Together. Like, don't, you're not doing anybody any favors. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, Where can the listeners find where can they reach out to you? How can they um, donate? Just any way that they can communicate with you, let us know. Go ahead and plug. Sure. So you can donate at smilesforspeech.org slash donate. And if you want to, you know, take a look at what we're doing, we're on Instagram, Smiles for Speech. We're on Facebook at Smiles for Speech. We have a virtual group that's for families. Um, and if anyone wants to join that and help support the families, that's SFS Virtual. That's a private group on Facebook. And the website is smilesforspeech.org. If you want to take a look there. And if you want to reach me, you can email me at hello at smilesforspeech.org. Yes, and no one write this down. It's in the show notes. So you just scroll down at the end of this episode and you'll find everything in there. Yes. So thank you so much for doing this. And I hope that I get to see you again in person soon. Usually I see you at ASHA. I know. I I hope we can all meet again soon. Thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And for everything that you do and sharing your story and getting the word out to donate and help us for speech. Awesome. everyone thanks for listening to slp's wine and cheese podcast if you're enjoying the show then please rate and review us on itunes if you want more bonus content check us out at patreon.com slash slp's wine and cheese also me deb i have a new podcast it's called the unexpected podcast and i talk all about uh, this new stage of my life called pregnancy and i get some advice for my future in parenthood so check it out on itunes that's the unexpected podcast